You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We are on the concluding week of our series entitled, Anong title? All and Nothing. Alright. This is the final week of our series entitled, All and Nothing, where we discuss from the book of Colossians, who Jesus is in His preeminence, that He is supreme, He is above all, He is superior, nothing can be compared to Him. Yung po sabi kanina ni RJ. And it is important for us to understand na ang mga bagay na ito so that we could have a clear grasp kung una kung sino siya and at the same time how we can respond dito po sa ating pananampalataya. Again, I always say, and you would always hear me say this, that playing church is over. Now is the time for us to be serious with our walk with the Lord. Now is, our, is the right time for us to really have a, a, an understanding, an illumination in our mind, kung sino po si Cristo, and how we can respond with that. Now, again, just a quick, quick uh, review. No? Coming from Paul's prayer in chapter 1, he prayed for certain prayer and then he presented who Christ is compared doon sa mga iba, yung mga Gnostics, those people who, uh, who say that they have certain special revelation knowledge about God and about the spiritual things. And then, more than that, he presented what Christ did on the cross 2,000 years ago so that you and I can be forgiven of our sins and you and I can have salvation only from Him. And you can find that in chapter 2. And then starting in chapter 3, he concluded his letter, chapters 3 and 4, he concluded with a practical application. Paano ba natin i-apply yung mga natutunan natin kung sino si Kristo sa buhay natin? Now, let me just uh, shift gear uh, right at this moment. You see, we can never underestimate the power of speech or the power of words. The Bible clearly says that words contain power, that death and life are in the power of the tongue. So, yun po sinasabi natin. You see, a judge may say few words and a man's life is either saved or condemned. Right? A doctor you know, may speak few words and a patient either rejoices ecstatically or gives up in despair. You see, the power of speech or the power of word is a gift from God. That's why, again, we have to be careful with the words that comes out or with the words that come out of our lips. Now, if this is a gift from God, then we must use these words or even the speech the way God ordains it. Okay? So, ipapakita natin mamaya itong uh, chapter 4, ano yung sinasabi natin? So, if Christ is our Lord, then how should we respond with our words? Yun po ang ano natin. So, may I request every one of you to stand up please as we read Colossians chapter 4 verses 2 to 6. Now, I chose to use the New Living Translation. Mag-ano lang tayo muna ng konting yan. Divert lang tayo para mas simple yung pagkakapresenta rito. Alright. Now, would you read this with me out loud? Let's start. Devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. Pray for us too, sabi ni Pablo, that God will give us many opportunities to speak about His mysterious plan concerning Christ. That is why I am here in chains. 
pray that I will proclaim the message as clearly as I should. Live wisely among those who are not believers and make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that you will have the right response for everyone. Father, thank you once again for your word. Thank you, Lord God, that your word will continue to set us free because it is the ultimate truth. Holy Spirit, we welcome you in our midst. Thank you that even at this point in time, you have already moved ahead of us. Thank you for your anointing, Lord. I pray, God, more than just a routine in our lives to be here every Sunday, I pray, God, that what we will be hearing and what we will be studying will be the turning point of our Christian walk as we obey you. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. You may now have your seats. Praise God. So again, si Pablo po, he wrote this letter to the church in Colossae upon learning their faith. Narinig po niya from Epaphras, who is the one who started, who pioneered the church in Colossae. He heard about the news of their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and their love for all the believers. When he heard this, you know, ang nangyari po is that he started to write down a letter. So, tinexia ni Epapras, and then he answered by email kasi mahaba yung kanyang sagot. Now, again, he neither planned or have visited this church, yet he encouraged them and taught them of so many things to address the issue of syncretism. And in syncretism? Syncretism, basically, a mixture of different beliefs, different philosophies, different perspective and opinions, pinagsasama-sama, and they make it as parang principle ng isang tao. So again, going back to sa pinag-aralan natin nung first week, sabi natin, maraming mga Gnostics, people who claim that they have special revelation, special word, spiritual understanding. And so, they crept in doon sa church in Colossae and started to teach their beliefs. Now, sad to say, because of ignorance ng maraming Kristiyano ron, yung mga Kristiyano sa Colossae started to believe yung kanilang mga, yung mga katuroan nila at na-mix na po ito yun sa tunay na turo na ibinigay po ni Epapras at ni Pablo sa kanila. And so, he declared that this church is a product of hearing the truth which is the gospel. Okay? Kaya nga po sinabi doon sa Colossians 1, again, binabalikan lang natin, of this you have heard before the word of truth, the gospel, which has come to you as indeed in the whole world. Sabihin nga natin, in the whole world. Okay. It is bearing fruit and growing as it does among you since the day you, you heard about it and understood the grace of God in truth. Now again, produkto sila ni Epaphras. Si Epaphras po ay nakarinig ng preaching ni Paul in, in Ephesus. And so when he went back to Colossae, he started this church. Now, ang ganda lang neto kasi, ang gandang isipin lang, si Epaphras is an ordinary person. He's not, you know, he's not somebody who's really special. But when he heard the truth, hindi siya nakontento sa kanyang napakinggan. He had the desire to share the truth and because of that, the church started in Colossae. Now, just like our movement, again, for the sake of those of you who are new, dito para lang may idea kayo kung ano ang victory. Victory started 32 years ago 
from the missionaries, mga 20, 30 young American missionaries, kasagsagan po, that was 1984, kasagsagan ng mga rally sa recto when they came here, and they started to preach the gospel. You know, in fact, majority of our apostolic team and uh, senior pastors came from that uh, uh, meetings during those times. Now, and what I would say is this, that we are products of mission works. Sabi nga natin yung mission works. Medyo kumbinsin natin sarili natin, lakasan natin, mission works. Alright, okay. Kaya nga po, ang victory po, in fact, you can just find victory dito sa Pilipinas. But all over the world, what you'll find is that every nation, every nation is the spiritual umbrella. Ito yung apostolic umbrella ng victory dito sa Pilipinas. Although right now, if there are some Filipino missionaries who wanted to plant churches anywhere, we can now use the, 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 the name victory. Okay? Meron po tayo ngayon sa San Diego. Meron tayo, I think, sa, sa Bay Area, sa California so far. Yun po ang mga lately na, na itanim natin doon. Now, we also say that um, victory is just one church meeting in different locations in Metro Manila and all across the Philippines. Okay? When we say we are just one church, well, obviously, we're just one. In fact, kahit sa kayo maten, ito rin ang itinuturo, especially in Metro Manila and some in the provinces, and majority in the provinces, delayed lang sila either ng one week or two weeks. So we are just one church meeting in different locations in Metro Manila and across the Philippines. Now, Victory is part of a worldwide organization of churches and campus ministries called Every Nation. Sabi nga natin, Every Nation. Kaya ang Victory ay part ng Every Nation Philippines. Ang mission po ng Every Nation is that we exist to honor God by establishing Christ-centered, Spirit-empowered, socially responsible churches and campus ministries in every nation. That is the mission of every nation. Now, going back, see Paul, again, in chapter 1, he asked the Lord for the, for the church in Colossae certain things. Meron po siyang hiningi. At ito po yung sinabi ron. I ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. What does it mean? He prayed for a spiritual intelligence. Now, I believe we all need to have this one. We need to know the will of God. If we really wanted the favor and the grace of God to abound in our lives, then trust me, this will not just happen because we're Christians. Of course, the grace is always there. The favor is there. Pero we would max it once we understand and know the will of God. Now, would you look at your seatmate? Sabi mo, kailangan alam natin ang kalooban ng Diyos. And then the next prayer is in verse 10 where it says, He asked for us to be filled with the knowledge of His will so that we may live or that we may walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. So that our lives will now be based on the Word of God. Meaning, on the revelation and what we have learned from God. And that is what I call the practical obedience. You see, useless ang salita ng Panginoon. Trust me, kahit po tayo nandito sa church araw-araw, if we will not apply what we have learned, they are all useless. Alam nyo, uh, pagka, if that would be our attitude, then para lang tayo nagpapacheck ng attendance kay Lord. Para sinabi natin, oh Lord, ha, present ako. 
Sabi lang, okay, present ka. Oh, Lord, tignan mo na, idip lang ako kasi puyat ako eh. Tignan mo yung katabi mo, sabi mo, buti lang hindi ka ganun. Sabi mo, sabi mo, unless ganun siya, hindi mo masasabi. Okay? So, we're talking about the practical obedience. And then the third thing he prayed is that we might be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance and patience with joy and giving thanks to the Father. We talks about, you know, yung, yung, yung ating moral excellence. That we have to be distinct from the rest of the, uh, of the people. That we have to be different. You see, many people profess that they know God. But in works, they deny Him. That's why going back, it is important for us to know the will of God and then put it into action, practical obedience, and pagganangyaridon, then our lives will now be seen by other people and say na iba talaga to, tentaong to. Eto tunay na Kristiano, hindi lang sa nguso kundi sa puso. Tigda mo yung katabi sa mga ikaw yun, yun, ha? Eh, kahit by faith, kailangan natin to. So. The question right now I'd like to pause is this. What is God's will for us to practically do so that we can be distinct? Ano ba yung kalooban ng Panginoon? Of course, marami. Di ba? Pero kadalasan, when we talk about the will of God, ang isip lang ng iba, lalo yung mga single, yung mapapangasawa. Now, it goes beyond that. Kaya nga yung mga singles dito, you know, uh, merong wildfire. Now, hindi ko sinabing doon kayo makakita ng mapapangasawa, pero baka sakali. But kidding aside, we need to know the will of God. Now, ano ba yung will ni God when it comes sa atin for us to apply it practically so that we can be different? How should we respond? Paano ba tayo tutugon? Sa preeminence ni Christ, sa pagiging superior niya, sa pagiging Panginoon niya sa buhay natin. So, again, let me submit to you this morning my thesis that if Christ is our Lord, and I believe He is, then we must be intentional with our words. Jesus gave a warning in the gospel that every idle word that we speak, we will give an account on the day of judgment. Bawat salitang walang kabuluhan ay pananagutan natin sa araw ng pag-uusga. Now, I'm not saying na uusga hanggang hindi ka pupunta sa langit. Okay, hindi na yun ang pinag-usapan natin. But we will give an account of that. And so, much better ngayon, pag naunawa natin to about you know, the power of speech or word, then we have to use it as God has ordained it. Amen. Nakukuha niyo po ba? Nasusundan niyo ma? I'm trying to set the stage here. Now, if Christ is our Lord, then we must be intentional with our words. Like what? Like in the area of praying. It will be much better if we would use our words in the area of praying. Sabi niya rito, devote yourselves to prayer. Devote yourselves to prayer. Now, what does it mean? Simply. Ano ba ibig sabihin ng devote? Naalala niyo ba yung, uh, y- yung kinakanta? Ray, naalala mo yung kinakanta mo noon? Yun! Devoted to you. <laughs> Ang galing mo, brother. <laughs> Alam mo na, ha? <laughs> but anyway, how can we, in the area of prayer, how can we use our words? How should we pray? Number one, I would say that prayer must be faithful. Or should I say, we must pray faithfully. Let me submit to you this morning, prayer must not be done simply because we need something from God. 
And I'm not saying don't do it. Gawin natin yun. In fact, maraming beses sa Bible, you would see that, uh, you would see many scriptures that would tell us, encourage us to pray. Sabi ni, ni, ni James, you do not have because you do not ask. And basic, we all know, we ask to the Father, we pray to the Father in the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Ganun ka simple ang prayer. But siguro magandang unang question, why do we need to pray? Well, there are so many reasons why we need to pray. Aside from our needs, do you know that worship is also a kind of prayer? So in short, sa halip na magreklamo tayo, daanin na natin sa panalangin. Amen. Sa halip na kung ano-ano pang negatibong salita, because words are powerful, then let's use prayer. That's why we have to be faithful in the area of prayer. We always pray for your prayer requests na sinusulat nyo doon sa inyong mga envelopes when you give your tithes and offering. We love praying for your requests. Pero ito lang ang point ko. We only do that once a week. What if nangailangan ka ng lunes? What if nagkasakit ka ng lunes at patiri ka na? Mag-aantay ka pa ba ng linggo para isulat yung prayer request mo? Or you can start praying, believing and trusting God. You see, this is what I love about God. Hindi tayo nananalangin para magbakasakali. Tinanong mo iba, ba't ka nagpe-pray? Well, you know, bakasakali. Baka walang kausap si Lord ngayon. Okay, baka maganda gising ni Lord. So, hopefully, eh, baka makachamba tayo. No, 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 we don't do that. Hindi tayo nananalangin para magbakasakali. Kaya tayo nananalangin para makasiguro. Again, you might not, eh, paso kung makasiguro eh, bakit parang hindi nasasagot ang prayer ko? Now, yun ang magandang tanong. Hindi porkit hindi nasagot ang prayer natin, hindi nangangahulugang ayaw ni Lord na sagutin yung panalangin mo. Baka may mga kailangan lang tayong i-adjust. Baka may mga kailangan lang i-ayos dun sa, sa manner ng panalangin natin. Are you still here with me? But still, the principle remains the same. That we have to be faithful when it comes to prayer. We have to be steadfast. We have to be devoted. In short, don't quit praying. God is sovereign, but trust me, many times, He won't do anything unless you ask. Amen. Pwede yung gawin anything. Pero maraming beses, hanggat di ka humihingi, hindi siya kikilos. Because He would normally respond to our faith. And prayer is a declaration of faith. Praying is speaking the words aligned with God's Word. Kulang lang ako sa salita to really emphasize you know, the excitement that we have every time we pray. And trust me, as I observe, if there are meetings, it's always na ang prayer meeting ang kokonti ang umaatin. Katulad nyo lang ang mga umaatin doon. Ha? Bakit? Because sa totoo lang, ang panalangin, Walang masyadong beauty sa pangharap. Yan, walang beauty pangharap, pero powerful yan sa likod. Miracles upon miracles take place because somebody prayed. Amen. In fact, I believe one of the reasons 
if not the only reason why you're here is because somebody prayed for you. When I say you're here, not just in this place, but you're in the Lord because somebody prayed for you. Amen. You know? And sa totoo lang, sa simula, ang hirap mag-build ng momentum sa prayer. Tama ba? Kasi, sa totoo lang, ang mahirap palagi, paano simulan ng prayer? Pero na-discover ko, pag nasimulan na ang prayer, kadalasan, hirap tayo, paano tapusin? Lalo na, when you're caught up in the spirit of prayer, in the spirit of intercession, sometimes you find it parang, pagkatas mag-pray, parang sabi mo, Sana, sana tinape ko yun. Tape pa, no? Tape. Sana tinape ko yun. O, record ko. Kasi ikaw mismo nagandahan ka sa panalangin mo. And when you do that constantly, when you do that faithfully, now it becomes natural for you to pray. Just like breathing. Diba? When you breathe, hindi ka na nag-iisip. Hindi mo isip, mag-i-inhale ba ako o mag-i-exhale? Uh, kung sunod-sunod kayang exhale. <laughs> hindi, hindi. Automatic yun. Ganon din sa panalangin. Pagka naging normal na sa yung panalangin, na-familiarize ka na, it becomes natural for you. Amen. <laughs> and also, I would like to say this morning, that we also ought to pray for other people more than our own needs. You know what? Let me submit to you, the principle of sowing and reaping, what I normally do, if I, if I need something, I look for people who has the same need and I pray for them. Why? I'm starting to sow prayers. Why? Because I need prayers. When you say you devote yourselves in prayer, at any instance, whether your situation is good or not good, you pray. Second, is that you don't just pray faithfully, but you also pray watchfully. We must be watchful, with an alert mind, which means when you pray, our mind should agree with our lips. Amen. Pag nagpe-pray tayo, dapat naintindihan natin kung anong pinagpe-pray natin. Iilan sa inyong katulad ko, nag-pray kayo sa gabi, kinabukasan na kayo nag-amen. Dahil masyado kayo na caught up in the spirit, you know, parang, parang tipong uh, na-slain ka na, biglang kinausap mo na si Lord, and then after that, pagising mo, in Jesus' name, Amen. Now, when we say we pray watchfully, kailangan nag-agree, alam ng isip natin kung ano yung pinapanalangin natin dito. That's why, you know, remember what Jesus said, you watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. What do we mean by watching and praying? Simple, ganito. Lalo ngayon sa panahon natin. Di ba? Sandamakmak ang batikos na, na inaabot ng, ng bansa natin, no? Lalo na si, si Presidente Duterte, di ba? Kabi-kabila, even, even ang social media, kabi-kabila, mga foreign media, and so on and so on. Now, instead of, listen, instead of reacting, why don't we pray? Trust me, I don't agree with everything na ginagawa ng Presidente natin. But it is not an excuse for me not to pray for him. I mean, pag minsan na, nanonood kami ng TV at bigla nagbumura, kung pwede ko lang takpan ang tenga ng lahat ng anak ko, gagawin ko. But it is not an excuse for me not to pray for him. That is what we mean by watchful prayer. When you see something not good, start praying. Or sometimes, 
I don't know, I don't know. Kung, kung meron dito, na somebody would come to you and ask for your prayers. Uy, brother, sister, pag-pray mo naman. Oh, sige, sige, pag-pray kita mamaya. And then, nalilimutan natin pag-pray. Or sometimes, bukong bibiglang, sige, pag-pray kita, but in reality, we don't pray for them. Let me challenge you. When somebody comes to you and asks for prayer, right then and there, start praying. Huwag ka na mag-antay, umuwi. Kasi baka madapa ka, malimutan mo. Ano ako, sino nga ba yung... Lord, kung sino man yung humingi ng pananangin, uh, kung nasang lupalog man siya, Panginoon, bahala ka na sa kanya. Eh, pasto nakakaya mag-pray sa kalsada? Hindi, hindi nakakaya mag-pray. Mas nakakayang gumawa ng kasalanan. Kesa manalangin. Tama ba? Tingnan mo yung katabi mo. Tanungin mo, pwede mo ba ako ipag-pray? Oh, pero mamaya, nagpipreach pa ako eh. When we say we pray watchfully, then that simply means it should not be a routinary, listless, dull prayer. Alam niyo sa totoo lang, when we talk about prayer, maraming beses, ang tingin natin sa prayer, parusa eh. Tama? Oh, kidding aside. Bakit? Ano nakagisna ng karamihan sa atin? Kundi man tayong lahat. Diba pag nagkasala ka, manalangin ka ng ganito, pitumput-apat na ganito. Tama? Come on, come on. I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not putting down any, any group, pero that's the truth. And it becomes a routine. Na kung pwede mo lang again i-tape, pag nanalangin kang ganun, ganun karami, ipe-play mo na lang, tas, yeah, pareho rin. Amen. Siya nawa, hari nawa. Tama po ba? Kaya tingin ng marami sa panalangin, parusa. Bakit? Kaya na lang tayo nagpe-pray. Pag may kasalanan. And when you start confessing your sin, utusong ka, panalangin mo to, ganito karami, hanggang mangalay ang alang-alam mo. And so nobody wants to pray. Amen. Kaya alam nyo, ang panalangin, simple, parang ganito. Usap lang tayo, Lord, hindi naman po kaila kung anong nangyayari sa akin ngayon. Kailangan ko lang po tulong nyo, Panginoon. Ganun kasimple. At saka madalas, sa panalangin, maraming taon tinatawag, hindi si Lord. Si Susana. Lord, sana naman. Sana, Lord. Ay, sana nga, Lord. Ay, sana, sana. Now, trust me. The word sana, ibig sabihin nun, hindi ka sigurado. But when you pray the word of God, sigurado ka. Amen. And when you use, you know, just a simple, ano lang, uh, kaisipan. When you use sana, parang yun ang pagbabaka sakali. Eh, pastor, paano kung di ako sagutin? Eh, huwag ka na mag-pray, hindi ka pala sasagutin. Eh. Na, naintindihan niyo po ba? Alam niyo, masarap manalangin eh. And trust me, kung, kung hindi niyo kaloob ang panalangin, hindi rin, kaila, hindi, rin da, hindi rin ito excuse para hindi tayo manalangin. Ay, hindi naman ako katulad nila, nila Sister Billy kung manalangin niya tatlong oras, bitin na bitin pa. Ako nga tatlong minuto, nag-i-struggle na eh. Simulan mo lang. Siguro, simulan mo tatlong pang-uusap lang. Hindi naman siguro mahirap ang tatlong pang-uusap. Tama ba? Susunod, that our prayer must not just be faithful and watchful, but it must be Thankful, with a thankful heart. Yung po sinasabi ron. You know? Uh, uh, we, uh, an alert mind and a... Yan. Yon. Yon. Thankful heart. Sabihin nyo nga, thankful heart. Ano ibig sabihin nun? Ha? Diba? Kailan tayo madalas magpasalamat? 
Pag nasa inyo na. Tama? Tama ba? Now, ano sabi ng mundo? To see is to believe. Pero sabi ng Lord, believe first and then you will see. Yung kay Lord, baligtad ang sistema niya. Now, when we say with a thankful heart, you know, ibig sabihin lang neto is that we, we got to understand that thanksgiving is an important ingredient of prayer. Sinabi ni Paul sa Philippians 4.6, Do not worry about anything, but in prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the promise is that when you do that, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, yung kapayapaang hindi na maunawaan ng iba, Yung after mo, before ka magpray, alalang alala ka, pero right after mo magpray, nawawala na yung pag-alala mo, hindi ka maintindihan ng ibang tao. Bakit ikaw may peace sila na pipisti? The peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Remember, even in Mark 11, 24, whatever you desire, when you pray, ano sabi? Believe! Sabi nyo nga, Believe! Believe what? Believe that you receive them. And then you shall have them. So believing is part. And when you say you believe you receive them, what do you do? You start to thank God. Lord, salamat po sa provision mo. May nakarig sa'yo. Uy, narinig kita, nag-pray ka, salamat mo. Pautang man. Nasabi mo, eh, wala pa nga eh. Then Bible says, a double-minded person receives nothing. Are you still here with me? Next, what else? Aside from being thankful, lastly, sabi yun, and pray for us too. Meaning, we must be purposeful. When you pray, may purpose ang panalangin mo. May goal ka. Maraming beses when we pray, we, we pray so vague. Alam niyo yun? When we pray for missionaries, Lord, bless the missionaries. Be specific. Anong blessing ang gusto mo para sa kanila? Lord, bless them with strength physically. Bless them with wisdom, Lord. Bless them with, with, with your provision financially. You, know, you got to be specific. Parang sa, you know, when we ask God for forgiveness, Lord, forgive me of my sins. Sabi anong sin mo? Gusto mong patawarin ko. You got to be specific. Even when you pray for your own needs, you got to be specific. Lord, bless me. Anong blessing ang gusto mo? There has to be a purpose. Lalo when we pray for our missionaries, alam nyo, if you would just hear their testimonies, trust me, we're so blessed here in the Philippines. Malaya tayo dito na ipapangaral salita ng Panginoon. Malaya nating, you know, uh, nakakapagbasa, nakakapagka. Sa ibang bansa, restricted nations, may, makita lang may hawak ang Bible, yari ka na. I remember when, you know, when I had my first mission trip in Myanmar, exciting doon kasi sa Myanmar, Pagpunta mo pa lang doon, may naka-assign na sa yung spy. Because ang thinking nila, ba't ka nandito, wala kaming tourist spot. That, not, uh, that was around what, 2005. You know, when we went there. When we were sharing the gospel, ando kami sa parang, you know, Dunkin' Donut nila. You know, dali lang namin is the one-to-one booklet. Tapos may interpreter kami. So, sabihin namin sa English, i-interpret sa, sa Burmese, ganun. And, and, and trust me, yung naka-assign sa amin, iba lang talaga ang Pinoy yan. Ang Pinoy lang. Well, of course, number one, it's the grace of God and the protection of God. Pangalawa, ang Pinoy, alam niyo naman tayo, relational tayo eh. 
we discovered na every time kaming umaalis sa hotel, meron lang ng isa ng isang taxi ang sumusundo sa amin. Eh dahil tayo, palakaibigan tayo, so nakachoka ra natin. So, eh kasi ganito sila nun. When you speak anything against their government, against Buddhism, and pagbaingay ka at nireklamo ka ng kapitbahay mo, kulong ka na, no questions asked. Ganon sila kay Pit. So, gagawin nila, tatrap ka nila. Magsasalita sila ng negative against the government. Pag sumang-ayong ka, sa presinto ka na magpaliwanag. And naalam na namin because we were brief about that. So, yung driver would ask, well, would tell us negative things about the government. So, so no, 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 your government is good. You know, you're just a, a, a uh, thriving nation. So, syempre, ginawa namin, reverse psychology. Until such time, napaamin namin na agent siya ng government. And before we left, he was attending our service there. You know? Pero exciting. Diba? Kaya nga kami, nagka-burden kami to reach out the Muslims eh, sa Italy. Pero sabi nga, unahin mo yung dyan, meron dyan sa baba. <laughs> sabi ko, Lord, hindi pala yun ang pinapareach out mo. <laughs> no, but kidding aside, we gotta pray for our missionaries. We gotta pray for the mission works in different nations. Amen. Are you still here with me? Sabi po, uh, let me just quote on Richard Trench, sabi niya, praying is not overcoming God's reluctance, but it is laying hold of His willingness. Yun ang masarap doon. When you pray, you lay hold of His willingness to do whatever is expected of us. Why? Because if Christ is our Lord, then we must be intentional with our words. Next, not just in praying, but even in proclaiming the word. It says here, pray for us too that God will give us many opportunities to speak about this mysterious plan concerning Christ and that is why I am here in chains. Pray that I will proclaim this message as clearly as I should. Now, take note, when, when Paul wrote this letter, nakakulong siya sa Ephesus. He didn't pray for the prison doors to open. What he prayed is that for God to give him open doors for ministry. Kaya nga kahit nasa kulungan siya, nagsishare siya Remember the jailer na, na born again dahil sa kanya? Remember in Acts 16? And remember when he said, another portion in the book of Acts, and he said, all the people in the regiment, yung mga nagbabantay sa kanya mga sundalo, nakarinig ng gospel. Why? Because he didn't ask for prison doors to open, but he asked God to give him an open door for the ministry. And we know that speaking the mystery of Christ is the reason why he was imprisoned. Bakit siya nakakulong? Now, you see, in the proclamation of the gospel, listen to this, is empowered by prayers. Sometimes when we share the word to other people, we need to pray first. Amen. We need to pray for boldness sa mga, sa mga missionaries natin. You know, for them to speak God's word in wisdom, in simplicity, even in clarity. And we should also pray for their safety. That's how we protect our missionaries. Why? Because if Christ is our Lord, then we must be intentional with our words, not just in prayer, but even in proclaiming the word. And lastly, is to witness to the lost. Live wisely among those who are not believers. I love that. Meron ba mga kaibigang hindi pa mana ng palataya kay Kristo? Ilan sa inyo may mga kaibigang pa kayong hindi pa mana ng palataya? Okay, so yung iba, ang mga kaibigan nyo, maawa. Naingit po ako doon sa mga iba sa inyo. Lahat ng friends nyo, Christian na. 
Unahin ko po yung ano, yung, kung, kung lahat po ng friends nyo Christian, magbumungkahi po ako. Sana po iwan nyo muna sila, makipagkaibigan ko kayo sa mga unbeliever. Kasi mga kaibigan nyo, pupunta na sa langit yan. Marami pa ang tao sa paligid natin. Kailangan din, gusto rin ng Panginoon pumunta sa langit. Pero kung walang magbabahagi, hindi ko mangyayari sa kanila yon. Amen. At saka mong kahay ko rin po, okay, mong kahay ko po, kung tayo po'y pupunta at magbabahagi ng salita ng Diyos, mamingwit po tayo sa dagat, wag po sa aquarium ng may aquarium. Huwag niyo na pangyayain dito yung mga Christian na. Huwag niyo na share yung mga Christian sa langit na punta niyan. Ang share natin mga hindi pa Christian, hindi yung mga, wala pang pananampalataya kay Kristo. Amen? Tignan mo yung katabi mo, sabi mo, wag ka na mag-invite ng Christian. Oo, yun. Si maganda punuin natin to ng mga bagong mga mananampalataya. Amen? Amen ba? Okay. So, in short, ang sinasabi rin po sa live wisely, meaning, it simply means that our walk should match our talk. When we share the word, we become the living letter or living epistle na binabasa ng mga tao. Alam po ninyo, bago basahin ng iba, ang, ang Biblia, buhay natin ang binabasa. Kaya lalo na po sa ating mga uh, kapamilya, you know, minsan nagsishare tayo, nahirapan tayo mag-share, kulang na lang batuhin natin ng Bible para tumanggap sila. Eh, pakita, minsan, pakita natin na may nagbago sa atin, eh, yun ay malaking patotoo na sa kanila. Naniniwala ko ba kayong binago kayo ng Panginoon? Yeah, binago tayong lahat. Marami nga sa inyo sa sobrang pagbabago, kahit aso nyo, hindi na kayo makilala eh. Kasi alam niya, binago kayo. So we have to be careful with our walk and our talk that they will not hinder our witnessing for Jesus. That is how we use our words in prayer, in proclaiming the word, and in witnessing to the lost. Why? Again, bakit po? Simply, because if Christ is our Lord, then we must be intentional with our words. Amen? Now, why don't you stand up right now? Apply ka tayo. Apply tayo. Apply, apply. Yeah, I love applying this. You see, as I close to this, remember this. That in prayer, we have the confidence. I have quoted that a while ago. When we pray, you just have to have that confidence that God will not just hear you, but that God will answer your prayers. And I believe the reason why God does that is simply because He always longs to talk with you. You see, when you read His Word, it's God who speaks to you. But when we pray, it's us speaking to God. Yun yung two-way traffic. Amen. And so, with that in mind, I really would like to, to encourage all of us here not just pray for our needs and not just pray for kasama natin dito which are all good but I, I strongly encourage you to pray especially for our missionaries meron po tayong mga pastors na nung bago sila makakilala sa Panginoon nakalabas sila ng North Korea okay nung nakalabas sila kinupkop ng churches natin sa every nation na bahagi na ng salita ng Panginoon. To cut a long story short, nakakilala sa Panginoon, napag-aral, eh, you know what had happened? 
they wanted to go back to North Korea. Some of them went back. I mean, sino mag-iisip na katakas ka na, babalik ka pa? Which is many times, di natin maintindihan si Lord. Pero yung iba ko nagbalikan doon kasi nagkaroon ng burden to reach out their fellow North Koreans. Some of our pastors and missionaries are imprisoned right now. Hindi lang po, hindi lang po sa Korea. You know, sa maraming bahagi ng mundo. Kaya sinasabi ko, napakapalat natin dito. Walang humuhuli sa atin. And yet, nahihiya pa tayo magbahagi. But we will be praying for them. That is how we hold the rope for our missionaries. And do you know that every time you pray for the missionaries, every time you give to the missions and the missionaries, every time, or kayo mismo ang pumupunta ron, we all have part in what God is doing in every nation. And our movement, victory is so much active when it comes to mission. So it's either we give, we pray, or we go. In the same way, kung paano naging bunga ang victory ng missions, we're doing the same thing right now sa ibang bansa. Amen? Watch you close your eyes and we'll just be praying, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you would just touch each and every heart. That you would really put in us the reality of using our words in prayer. Not just praying for our needs, not just praying for our neighbors, but even praying for our missionaries. Lord, I even pray that you would give us the boldness to proclaim your word and to witness to the lost. Holy Spirit, we acknowledge apart from you, we can do nothing. But I pray that your anointing will just come upon us. Lord, you're placing the burden in us to pray for the missionaries and support them in whatever way possible. To some, Lord God, you're placing that anointing for the lost, the burden to share the gospel to them, that Jesus died for them and He rose from the dead on the third day and seated right on the right hand of the Father. Lord, I just pray, simple prayer, that You would just hold us and remind us that we ought to pray because this is the only way we can stay connected with you. This is one proof that you are preeminent in our lives as we are filled with your will and it is your will for us to pray. It is your will for us to proclaim the word and to witness to the lost and that we may be able to live a life in a manner worthy of the Lord. 